What up, it's your boy Anthony. This is Shelton Has Spoken. So, I didn't know this was going to happen. I heard uh, from David Burdett, my editor friend, that he heard that Cyberpunk 2077 was going to reveal some information today, February 15th, and it turned out to be true. So, the update is an update to the next gen version so it's finally here it's supposed to come out last year at some point but it didn't thankfully now it's here kudos to cd project red for delaying the game as much as possible to get this out in a in a in a good fashion i have not been hearing anything negative so far about this version of the game i'm not saying there's nothing negative to say about it i'm just saying Compared to how Cyberpunk 2077 launched, yeah, this, this one's doing pretty good. So, here's a quick rundown of what the next-gen version, the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X version, will include. It is a 50-gigabyte update, according to CD Projekt Red. Paul Tassi says uh, it is 62 gigabytes on the Series X, so there you go. I don't know how much it is on PlayStation 5. It might be 50 gigabytes. It might be more. It might be less. I don't know. Next Gen will come with ray-traced local shadows, comes with 4K, and a 60, 60 frame per second performance mode, so you can expect the 4K and the ray-traced version to be at 30 frames per second. You get quality, you get less frame rates. That's pretty much what the next gen has been so far. PlayStation 5 has DualSense support, which is dope. Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, excuse me, is at 1440p at 30 frames per second. There's new weapons, visual improvements, and improved crowd reactions. Those three things right there are to be expected. I would expect nothing less from the next gen update so basically you're downloading the full game again if you already have it on your console or if you've already played it so that's how big this patch is it's basically a patch it's especially a patch on the xbox because if you have the game it just updates on its own and you get the next gen version playstation you have to re-download the game and transfer your saves from the PlayStation 4. So it's a little more work, but you still have the game without having to buy it again. That's great. I do think that it is too late for CD Projekt Red to get any kind of traction for Cyberpunk 2077 and make up for the lost people from the first release of cyberpunk 2077 because this basically feels like a second release it's 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 too late to salvage that audience when it comes to that massive audience the 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 reach that they had with the original release nah that ship has sailed it's gone it's not coming back here's the thing if CD Projekt Red would have gotten this right the first time, they would have been able to not only sell more consoles for the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X, which Microsoft and Sony would have been very appreciative of, they would have been able to capture all the people that they wanted. But for whatever reason, they felt like they had to release the game. I don't know if it's financial reasons. I don't know. We will never know unless there's some expose book that comes out from Jason Schreier. Who knows? But... We will never know at this point. We will never know for a long time. And they did what they did. And hey, you got what you got. And now 
that audience is gone. They're out doing, they're playing whatever else. They're doing whatever else. Some people didn't even open their copy of Cyberpunk 2077 until this moment. But there are some people like myself that was interested in the game. But after seeing all the reviews, seeing all the crap that was coming out about it, I decided to wait until the next gen version. So I'm not saying there's nobody like myself or maybe yourself, but I'm saying for the general broad audience, now nah, that ship is gone. Those people have left. They're not coming back. CD Projekt Red effed up. It is what it is. That's in the past. Kudos to them, though, for putting their head down and getting this done. This was one of my critiques of them after the first release. They kept responding to people and kept trying to defend themselves. And I'm not necessarily talking about defending the review stuff that they did or defending the, the executives at CD Projekt Red. I'm talking about the developers defending themselves and people were not hearing it. Adam Badowski said something and I commented about it on Gaming Trend through our YouTube channel. And all I said was CD Projekt Red needs to stop talking. Adam Badowski doesn't need to say anything else. And what they need to do is at least give off the impression that you guys are putting your head down and you're going to work because that's all people want to see. All they want to see is the game fixed and the game functioning correctly. That's all people want to see. They don't want to hear anything y'all have to say. All they want to see is the game fixed. And to their credit, that's exactly what they eventually did. I didn't hear a whole lot from CD Projekt Red during this time between the release and a little bit of defense talk and the release of the of this next gen patch. I hadn't heard much. They gave a few updates here and there, but that was it. They didn't go into anything else. They weren't responding to anybody else. Now, they gave off at least the impression that they put their head down and they got to work. And let me tell you, that's what it looks like they did because I have not heard anything. I know people have been downloading this. I know people have been playing this. And yet, on my Twitter feed, not a lot of negative reaction, which is good. So people are finally getting the game at least in a far more functioning fashion, probably a much better version of what they originally got. And for somebody like myself, I have no context of what the original was for myself. I never played the original. I only saw what people experienced. And people had vast different experiences depending if you were playing on PC if you were playing the Xbox One version on the Xbox Series X version, that was a completely different experience. And of course, you had the people who had the PS4, Xbox One, just base console experience, which was awful. That's where a lot of people had their horrible experience because, you know, you couldn't get your hands on a PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, which is still difficult to this moment. So CD Projekt Red has done a good job of just getting the, getting the job done. Of course, I imagine... They're going to still continue to patch things and work on things, and there's new weapons involved, so I'm sure there's going to have to be some buffs and, and debuffs happening with those. I get it. And nerfs, whatever. But I give them credit for shutting up and doing what they got to do. Good job. What I don't understand is why they released this in February. February is stacked. 
Let me give you a list of some of the games that are coming out in February. You got Horizon Forbidden West, which comes out in three days. You got Destiny 2 The Witch Queen, which comes out February 22nd. Elden Ring comes out February 25th. Dying Light 2, which already came out. Sifu, which already came out. So now you have a lot of different games with a spread, uh, uh, with an audience spread that is quite wide. The same people who play Dying Light 2 probably aren't playing Horizon Forbidden West, or maybe they are. Or maybe they're playing Destiny 2, or maybe a lot of them are going to be waiting for Elden Ring. There might be some time in there to squeeze in some cyberpunk, but these are huge games. Horizon Forbidden West has already been reviewed, and the clock on that is about 30 plus hours. The Witch Queen, going to be the most involved Destiny 2 single player campaign, whatever, for a while, I th- it seems like it's going to be a little bit larger than what they did with Forsaken and the Taken King. Elden Ring, God knows how long that game's going to be, but it's probably going to be at least the same length as Dark Souls and Bloodborne. So you can imagine there's a lot of clock in that, and people are surely more excited about that than Cyberpunk 2022. Dying Light 2, you know, they, they tout, the developers tout that you can... the game in 500 hours. So the Dying Light 2 people who are really into it, they're probably going to be busy with that. And then Sifu, it's already out. It's a smaller game. It's an indie game. But man, there's a lot of people playing it. A lot of people excited about it. And it's a tough game. So people who are struggling with it but want to push through like they would in a Elden Ring, for example, they're going to spend their time doing that, especially if they're Elden Ring fans. And, you know, probably trying to 100% that game before Elden Ring comes out. So, so yeah, maybe you could squeeze in some cyberpunk time, like right now if you're not busy with Dying Light 2 or Sifu. But once Destiny 2, Elden Ring come out and Horizon Forbidden West come out, man, who's got time for cyberpunk? Like That's the weird part about releasing in February. It was already stacked and you decide to do it now? Perhaps it's because... They were done, so might as well push it out. Hey, I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with financial strategy. You know, it's it's March would probably be the end of a quarter for CD Projekt Red. I don't know. Maybe February is. I don't, I don't know how their quarters work out, but perhaps that has something to do with it. I just don't think it was a good month to do it. And to be honest, I don't know if March is any better. They got Gran Turismo 7 coming out. You got Triangle Strategy. Strange name, but it looks like it's going to be a good game. There's a demo out on the Switch, so people could already figure that out. You got Tunic coming out, which is, you know, a lot of people are into that. That's an indie game coming out, so looking forward to that. You got Rune Factory 5 coming out on the Switch. Now, of course, the Switch players are not necessarily Cyberpunk 2077 players because they don't have access to that game anyway. But some Switch owners also own a PlayStation or an Xbox or a PC. So that that factors in. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is coming out. I'm certainly going to be busy with that. That's my bread and butter right there, the Borderlands series. So there it's it's pretty pretty tough right now for Cyberpunk 2077. You could take the approach that there's no better time than the present, but Maybe there's a better time in the future. I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. So I, 
I don't necessarily critique them uh, and, and criticize them for releasing it now. It, I, it just, you got to raise the question, why February when there's already so much? But, hey, look, at the end of the day, if you have Cyberpunk 2077 or if you were interested in Cyberpunk 2077, this seems like the best time to play Cyberpunk 2077 right now. So you got time if you're not busy with Dying Light 2 or Sifu. You got about three days before Horizon Forbidden West comes out. So I guess make the most of it if you can. I heard it's a 30 plus hour campaign for Cyberpunk 2077. So boom. I don't know how many hours you could squeeze in in three days. If you're a working man like myself with a child, you can't squeeze in much. I'll be able to squeeze in some demo time. I'll say that much. But I don't have a PlayStation 5, so I won't be able to play Horizon Forbidden West. I do have a PlayStation 4, but I disconnected that sucker as soon as I got my Series X because I was like, I'm never going back to those slow times. Same with the Xbox One. Both are collecting dust right now. I just can't do it. But that's a different story for a different time. Point is, some of y'all got time. Some of y'all don't. So. I guess the best time to release it was now. Either way, glad it's all worked out. Glad the story is over concerning the crap that was Cyberpunk 2077. We'll see what the story evolves into from here. Subscribe on any podcast app that you use. And if you would like to respond, you can hit me up on Twitter at I am a Shelton. I'll talk to you later.